Yep, and we do have Mike Dusso on the line right now. Mike, thank you so much for bearing with us here on this Monday, getting back to swinging things after a Thanksgiving break. First of all, how was your Thanksgiving, Mike? Uh, it was cold. It was cold. And I uh, had to stand outside watching high school football and froze uh, myself pretty good. But uh, otherwise, it was, it was great. Lots of family and friends and uh, all that. It's always a nice time of year. And so, PatsPropaganda.com, saw your post uh, this morning. Give us your kind of general thoughts on the game against the Jets. I mean, how much can you really take away from a game against the Jets, I guess, would be the first question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, with the balance trying to figure out is, you know, in the, in the Jets, no matter how much they stink every year, they always seem to give us a game down there. So where's the line between, you know, the Patriots being rusty, the bunch of penalties coming into it, the Jets stinking again? You know, I, I, it's hard to find exactly how to get a bearing on the game. But, I mean, overall, you, you kind of, I think I was left hoping for a little more in the, in the first half for sure. It didn't really look like they came out and they had all the problems fixed. But uh, I think overall my big takeaway is just that I, we kind of know who this team is. They're, they're inconsistent on defense. And when Tony Michel is going, they're pretty good. And when he's not, they're one-dimensional and stoppable. And, uh, you know, I think just their struggles on third down on both sides of the ball, that, that kind of tells the story. Yeah, Sony Michel, I mean, good to have him back. Seems like he's fully healthy. I mean, obviously James White's a big part of the offense also, but Michel provides a little bit different look, right? Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, just that explosive element of the ground game and, uh, you know, trying to keep their, their third downs a little bit more manageable. And, uh, you know, we saw him also have some explosive plays where, uh, you know, got called back by penalty. So, I mean, it was that was even a little bit overshadowed. So, I mean, I think they can get Burkhead back and have, you know, who knows, we can't really rely on him. But uh, to have two options of those early down backs, you can sprinkle James White in. I mean, that's the best version of this Patriots offense. But, uh, you know, I, I still think they sputter at weird times. It, it does feel uh, a little bit strange to me at certain points. They, they feel like they should be better given who they've got. How about the Steelers losing yesterday? That was uh, pretty good for the Patriots and pretty disastrous for them, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, if there's one place, I mean, they, they're going to Patriots are going to have a proving ground having to go there. But, I mean, it's, it's clear, uh, you know, the Patriots haven't won a road playoff game uh, since 2006. <laughs> you know, they haven't really played on the road. Right. Still, it's saying a lot. So, uh, you know, they, I, I think they're a team that is home field or bust. And, uh, you know, if they get to the AFC Championship, they do have to go to Kansas City. Uh, I, I think they'll take their best shot. Yeah, Kansas City at 9-2 and two on the year. L.A. Chargers... Eight and three, also in the mix in the playoff hunt. Uh, obviously, in terms of positioning and seeding and whatnot. So, that, obviously, a long ways to go. Uh, what are some things you're looking for down the stretch from New England to soothe any uh, lasting concerns you have about this team going into the postseason? Well, you know, I, I think it's, a lot of it starts with getting pressure on the quarterback on defense. I mean, I think you know they've got 15 sacks. I mean, they're they're on pace for you know one of their worst sack outputs. And, and I mean, I know that's a little bit of a, a skewed stat, but I mean, I do think when it's that low. Uh, it certainly signifies that they're having problems, you know, finishing off. And, and I mean, I think that the secondary, they're a little bit inconsistent. If they can just find the consistency and, and the pass rush can start showing up, um, that, that would go really well for the defense. And, uh, you know, offensively, I think it's just keep Michelle and, and work Burkhead in and, and keep the dedication to the ground game. Don't try to think you're the old Patriots that can just spread people out and pick them apart. Uh, I think they have to be a lot more balanced, and, and that's when they'll be their most effective. Up next for the Patriots is uh, Minnesota coming to town here um, this Sunday, I believe. Yes, December 2nd, uh, coming to town at 425 p.m. That game will be on Fox. And obviously the Patriots undefeated at home this year. The Vikings looked uh, pretty good being the Packers, but Kirk Cousins, I mean, 
uh, from a uh, you know defensive perspective, looking at trying to stop that offense, he's very inconsistent. It seems like, but he's got great receivers, doesn't he? Yeah, he sure does. I mean, uh, man, I, I I find myself daydreaming about having those kind of receivers. Right. Uh, you know, both in their prime and, and just really outstanding targets uh, that give defenses a lot of problems with just two receivers, which uh, you know you can't say for a lot of teams. Um, but yeah, they'll. They're, I mean, look, every offense seems to challenge this defense, and it'll just depend if the, if the home defense shows up like they usually do. Uh, I think they'll they'll be okay. Uh, the, the, the real interesting matchup to me will be on the other side of the ball, and. You know, I think that defense has all the elements of the defenses that have given the Patriots problems this year, and I think they'll, you know, they're not going to walk all over them and, you know, hang 30, no problem. It's, it's going to be a battle, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they respond and if they continue to kind of progress and get better and, and show more consistency, especially when they get to third down. I, I think then uh, you'll be looking at a team that'll make a Super Bowl run. Looking at the future, Mike, uh, I read an article the other day talking about uh, things coming due for the Patriots. Uh, the guys that are free agents, the all the stuff. What do you see out there for for the future here? Uh, I love I love that you brought that up, Coach. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about that this morning, and uh, you know, I, I, I what what kind of got me started on all this was you know originally kind of being curious how Belichick would rebuild the defense around Brady, you know, back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, uh, and it feels like now it's. They're, I just look at the snap totals from yesterday's game, and that kind of tells you all that you need to know. Is you know the McCourties, Chung, Gilmore are the you know four defensive backs that play almost every snap, and then it's just Trey Flowers and Kyle Van Noy are the only other two guys up there, uh, you know, that are paying a significant amount of the snaps. Even Hightower's become a you know a significant downgrade. He's playing just a little over fifty percent. So you look at what you're paying all these guys, and, and are any of them trending up? Most of them are in their early thirties, so. Um, and the misses on the draft picks, the taking away draft picks, all that, I, I agree with the from that article, and it really struck me because I was feeling the same way, that uh, it's going to be interesting to see what direction to go on defense uh, this year, especially you know with Malcolm Brown coming up, and it's, uh, it's going to be a fascinating offseason, and, and the headline will be Trey Flowers being free agent. What are your thoughts on Trey Flowers and his development this season, the way he's played? I mean, I think like a lot of the defense inconsistent. I mean, he certainly had some big moments where you're like, wow, Trey Flowers is an unstoppable top defensive end in this league, but then you've also had plenty of moments like the rest of the defense where he's blown tackles, he's lost the edge. Um, you know, they've moved him around a lot. I think they're always trying to find kind of what his most effective spot is, but I think they're limited in that he's really the only guy that generates any kind of pass rush interest from an offensive line. Yeah, and you know, a couple of times they did uh, use the blitz yesterday, they got burned, so they get more reticent to use it all the time. Um it does seem to me, though, that most of the teams, unless they've got an unbelievable front four or three or four, they, they use some sort of a blitz, and Patriots are going to have to take some of those chances, I think. They have to be creative because, I mean, they're just not they are not finishing the quarterback off. I mean, sure. had, certainly, I mean, they had some, some, you know, good number of QB hits yesterday. I mean, I think that they are they're more active than that. Then that stack number makes them sound, but they're just not finishing. And, and I think you see it a lot where, you know, the, the, the pocket collapses around. They don't quite get the quarterback. He squirts out, and then he makes a play either with his legs or his arm. Um, and we've seen that plenty of times against plenty of opponents to know that, you know, that's kind of what the problem is. So um, just being more disciplined and, you know, staying in their lanes and, and finishing them off. I mean, I think that, would, that will go a long way to all of a sudden, whoa, the Patriots defense looks good. What's on the docket this week for Pat's Propaganda? What we can expect to see on the website this week? Uh, well, 
just going to dive into that Jets game a little more, especially looking at the third downs, because I, I just that's one area that I think they really needed to focus on, and, and I think that they were they were weak on both sides of the ball in that area, and, and I'm kind of curious why, because the running game was on and was effective, but uh, you know you take away the two long passes on third down, and, and there were just a, you know three other conversions that they got the whole game. So uh, that's probably the area I'll jump in with a little film review, and then uh, you know turn the page, get into the Vikings, and uh, move on to December. Excellent. Well, Mike Dusso, thanks so much for joining us here on the B-List Daily. Don't forget, Mike's website is patspropaganda.com. you got a full breakdown of the Jets game. We got initial impressions up there already and a full breakdown throughout the week and then obviously looking forward to the Vikings as well. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for joining us here on the B-List Daily. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, take care.